de Vinicius Podcast, Miguel Tello. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the B Nation Podcast. How are you guys? How are you doing? Another week, another episode here. But this time we are presenting you episode 8. Welcome to In the Middle. We are losing our minds just a little. Thinking that we just arrived to the middle of season 5 on the B Nation podcast. Next week we have a little break on the show, but we are not going anywhere as we are coming back with episode 9 on July 23rd. We want to bring you the hottest content on earth, so for that reason we have a brand new segment on the B Nation podcast. Call it Hot Raider, where Tahira and Kane Nanfel are our first guests. And on this week's episode of the B Nation podcast, we don't have a musical guest, but we do have a super special guest. Do you want to find out more? Laura is here and she's bringing you now the summary. On episode 8, we can't believe that we are in the middle of the season. Next week, we don't have a new episode of the B Nation podcast. But before our break, we prepared a spectacular episode for you. Chersey comes to present her new album, Divine Comedy. Hi, I'm Chersey, and you are listening to the B Nation podcast. After presenting the Madeline, Gigi Grumbaucher released a new track. Hi, I'm Gigi Grumbaucher, and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. Olivia Penalva is on the show presenting X. Hi, I'm Olivia Penalva, and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. His new single, Sex on the Beach, is our son of the week. We have the honor to receive on the B Nation podcast to a multi-platinum selling artist. You know our nominee for Breakthrough Artist of the Year, the one and only Tyler Shaw. Hey everyone, this is Tyler Shaw and you are listening to the B Nation podcast. Welcome to the B Nation podcast. Mary Shell is in the production of the show and my name is Miguel. Welcome to another episode of the B Nation podcast and we are starting with our son of the week. He is going to be on the show later on and he is our super special guest. And for that reason, we have to name his new single, Sex on the Beach, our son of the week. He is Tyler Shaw. It's not even noon And we're sipping on tequila Summer nights feel like Malibu Ooh, baby, I swear You make the ocean sweeter You know if I'm dreaming, you're there You lay down in my arms We will watch the sun turn into stars And we lost track of time Darling, I just can't forget that night hey. And I met somebody The kind you don't let go This is the brand new single from Tyler Shaw and it's called Sex on the Beach, and it's our son of the week on the B Nation podcast. He's going to be on the show later on to present this track exclusively to us, but for now, we just listen to the track here on the B Nation podcast. Our next guest to hear on the B Nation podcast, uh, her song, that is called Let's Talk About Love. But today is coming to the show, and it's authentic, an authentic honor to receive to Chelsea that she's coming to present her new album, Baby Bang Comedy, And she's with us today. Chelsea, how are you? Woo! I'm good. How are you, Miguel? <laughs> Welcome to the B Nation podcast. It's a, an absolute honor to have you here just because, as I said, we, we started to play songs like Let's Talk About Love, that it's a great song, by the way. But today you're coming to present your second album that it's called Divine Comedy. 
And you know, like you uh, you released your first album in 2018, which is called In Limbo, right? I believe. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So my first question it will be, what can we find in Divine Comedy that we cannot find in In Limbo, the first album? Oh, that's a great question. Well, um, in my first album, so in Limbo, in Limbo was is is exactly like its namesake. It was in a very emotionally limbo or purgatory type place. So a lot of the songs have to do with that kind of being lost and kind of losing a piece of your identity. Whereas now in in Limbo, now in Divine Comedy, I'm kind of talking about relationships and I'm kind of expressing the the calamity behind such relationships and sometimes the really good things behind relationships. So instead of it being an intrinsic or like an introspective thing, it has now morphed into how, what is the human experience like and what is that experience like between your friends and your loved ones and beyond. So I think that would be the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah, and I guess change. that it's a really personal album, right? Yeah, absolutely. I actually, in this album, there are about eight or nine different subjects, actually. So each song is typically about a different person or a different relationship huh? that I have. And so I try to kind of do this full, like, well-rounded type project, kind of exposing all the different relationships that I have in my life that makes me who I am, right? So I'm drawing from my interpersonal relationships rather than just drawing from my own mental health or like my own issues. Right, and, and obviously that is fantastic. And, and we can see that in songs, Let's Talk About Love, which is <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the songs that we obviously like here on the V Nation podcast. My question is, why do you feel that right now it's time to talk about love? Oh, well, this song was actually curated as kind of like a get back anthem, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> I wrote it's this It's so catchy, song. by the way. Thank you. Yeah, love, love. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun song. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was written actually about a, an ex of mine who is a total piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know what? It's just we we struggled through the relationship, and no, it was course. very controlling, and it was brutal. So, and what he did after the relationship was even worse. So, what I did is I sampled his voice. I threw it in the track. And I basically, it's it's like this pretend conversation that never actually happened. And so it's actually kind of almost like a letter to him in a sense, where it's let's talk about love. You made me feel all these different things and you don't even know what love is because you're, he's just out to lunch. So the song is kind of like that get back X anthem for people to relate to and, and listen to because you know, we've all had a crappy X in our life, you know? Now, of course, and I'm pretty sure that there is a lot of people that they can relate to the song. Yeah, and that was that's kind of what I was hoping, is because we hear a lot of love songs, you know, and we hear a lot of, like, sad breakup songs, but we don't hear mm -hmm. a lot of vindictive songs, you know? And, and this yeah. song is kind of vindictive in the sense where it's, it's, it's isolating and it's, and it's ensuring that we know the behavior of this person was bad and it was, it yeah. was awful to me. And I hope that other people... They just listen to the song and then they're like, you know what? I can move on from this. Let me talk about the music video because that's another thing that I want to talk about. I just yeah, saw absolutely. it like uh, before the beginning of the of the interview. I think I have two questions to do about this. Yeah. First of all, were you tired after after running so much? Oh my God, don't even. It was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The funniest part about it too is that we've all been in COVID. And I'm pretty sure everyone gained like 10 to 15 pounds during COVID. 
So yeah. when I was filming during COVID, I'm so out of shape right now. <laughs> so when we were filming that, I was like, <gasps> like trying to. How long? How long terrible. you were running? Oh, that the filming of that set took about nine hours that day. Wow. So I was running like, for a solid you, six of it. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. So let's hear. Let's talk about love. Hi, my name is Tracy, and you're listening to my song "Let's Talk About Love" on the B Nation podcast, my favorite podcast ever. It was a stop when you first said to look right at it. It wasn't real, but you pointed and you made it happen. If you think that my mind is a joke that you can play with, then no. Real slow, you can buy me things, you can find a loony beans, which could be worth more than any diamond. You don't respect the woman I've been in all this time. You've been sleeping with the dragon. What do you want from me, boy? What do you want from me? Cause after all this time, I'm deadly. Dropping bombs, I'm ready. What do you want from me, boy? What do you want from me? I'm at the Right, so you just hear Let's Talk About Love by Chelsea, which she's with us today on the B Nation podcast. You just hear this song like about thousands of times already. And then <laughs> and we are here with her though, because she's, she's here to present her second album that is called Divine Comedy. We're going to uh, talk about Uncomfortable right now because that is the song that we're going to hear a little bit later on. But what makes Uncomfortable to Chelsea? Oh, well, you know what? Like, remember how we're talking about relationships and how this album's about kind of those, the reactions and kind of the circumstances? Well, uh -huh. this song is actually about how I make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's because I am very outspoken. Like I was telling you earlier, I'm a very transparent person. I'm a very honest person. So typically I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And sometimes I forget to filter out some of, you know, The gunk. And when we're talking about gunk, I mean, you know, things that maybe I shouldn't yeah. express. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? So Sorry, like, I just wanted to say that honesty and transparency is the best. It's always the best. I, I fully agree. And I think being a songwriter too helps with that. But mm -hmm. I'll give you a little backstory about what happened with Uncomfortable. Oh. So I was on two and I was touring across Canada. And as I was touring across Canada, my bass player in my band, I developed feelings for him. And I think it was kind of like proximity feelings. I think it was just, we were together all the time. We were driving from place to place. We were doing interviews together. Anyways, I decided that I had to tell him that I had these feelings just to resolve them. You know what I mean? Just to get it uh -huh. out there. So I told Brayson, his name's Brayson Wong. And I was like, Brayson, I have feelings for you. And then he was like, that makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brayson if, if for whatever reason he's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, so when he said that, 
That was immediately, I got an idea for a song. I went uh -huh. home and I wrote it like as soon as tour was over. And it's all about our me and Brayson's relationship essentially, but it's also about all of the other relationships that I have that also makes me uncomfortable. So uh -huh. just like in the chorus, like the things that you say will sometimes betray the words that you really mean. I'm uncomfortable, but that's okay, I still love ya. So like that part there, yeah. that's okay, I still love ya is like his response to me because that's what uh -huh. happened. He said, I'm uncomfortable and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. I just need to get my, my, my thoughts out and he responded with that's okay I still love ya you know what I mean oh, wow. so yeah yeah the, the the song itself is actually kind of part of our dialogue so it's actually right. converse, conversations we've had yeah oh yeah 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 amazing amazing so it's actually like conversations that you have with him like that you just like like putting in the song right exactly like the intro for example hello it's great to finally meet you I haven't waited too long and that was because huh? I hired him like blindly someone had told me he was a great bass player and he actually showed up to the first rehearsal earlier so that line is literally us just meeting each other oh amazing amazing yeah. amazing and obviously like i just want to ask you one question that now it comes into my head so uh, your second album it's talks about relationships that you that that you have and then why did you go the conclusion to, to call the album divine comedy so yeah now that's a great question so my first so my first ep that i ever released was called gray matter And Grey huh? Matter was about my diagnosis. So I was diagnosed with bipolar and post-traumatic stress disorder and borderline and panic disorder 10 years ago now. And so Grey Matter was kind of dealing with that diagnosis. Grey, Grey Matter was just trying to express how I was feeling or just even, even internalize how I was feeling. I was having a really hard time. Then In Limbo was basically now processing everything. It's like, where do I go from here? I'm stuck. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how to grow. I don't know how to expand. Whereas Divine Comedy is literally the ascent through that gray matter, through that purgatory or that in limbo, now up into what we, I like to call the par paradise or paradiso. And now this paradise that I'm in, it's funny because now that I'm here, I feel great. I'm emotionally awesome. I'm healthy. I'm fit. I'm happy. However, it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna love me and everyone's gonna like me and that's what this album talks about it's because now that huh? i'm in the paradise there's still a whole bunch of shit that i don't know what the hell to do with <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i called it divine comedy because it is divine and it is comedic let me ask you about another thing because here in on the b nation podcast we are um talking out with a lot of artists that they are sharing their thoughts about how difficult was 2020 for everybody and how uh, difficult it was like, how challenging it was like 2020, how challenging it was 20, 2021, let me explain. So basically, for example, for some writers, I think that the most common thought it was how different and awkward it was actually to have a session uh, with uh, someone via Zoom instead of obviously to be with that person in the room, you know, because obviously the vibe and, and everything is completely like different, you know, and for so many so many artists that they were, that was, um, a challenge obviously uh, during the last year it has been a whirlwind so so covid was tough because i was lonely i was just lonely and but besides that i mean i wrote an album i produced an album in studio my dad was diagnosed with cancer my mom almost died from type 1 diabetes complications i got up bought a hot tub now i'm opening a music school in september <laughs> Uh -huh. oh, in wow. Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, I'm opening it up like in the city. Congratulations, girl. So I've been so busy. I've actually been pulling seven days a week the entire time. And I don't want to be that, you know, that 
crappy person and be like, I was so successful and great. Because there were moments like that, definitely. I was I was quite successful. My clientele exploded and it was it was fantastic. But I was very lonely and I was very worried about my folks. So yeah, I found it I found it tough, even though professionally, you know, I was quite successful during that period. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Divine Comedy uh, is uh, an album that is available now. If anyone is out there that he, they want to stream it, and I really recommend you to obviously to go to any streaming platform right now and to stream the brand new album and the second album from Jersey, which is called Divine Comedy. And Jersey, just to finish this interview, What is the plan for 2021? Now, I don't know, like, uh, what's, how is the situation that in Vancouver, yeah, in, in terms of the live, uh, live shows, if you guys like are starting slowly to obviously to coming back to normal, if they, they can say something like that. But have you yeah. uh, thought about live shows? Uh, have you thought about any more like upcoming singles? As uh, you said before about you have another lead single coming out very soon. But tell me what's the plan for the rest of 2021? Yeah, so 2021, it's kind of still up in the air, honestly. Like all of the shows that are happening right now are, to, are very small shows to very small audiences. And the way that I like to perform, I like to perform with, with a big band and like dance around. You know, like I'm a big performer. That's kind of my, that's where my, my uh, happy place is, is on stage. Uh -huh. So I'm hoping in the new year that things will open up enough where I can book some shows and play that for the time being. I'm kind of starting to work on my socials and do a lot more live type streaming stuff just to show the process behind kind of what I do. And, and then I'm also, so I'm releasing two more songs. There's a song coming out called Hate You Perfect. And then we're releasing a special edition of a song called Love Drug. And actually this summer, I'm starting to work on my next project already. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so... Unstoppable, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, well, I just... The thing is, too, is that I write all of my own music. No one... There's no other contributors. So I can sit in my little home studio and I can kind of pound out an album in however much time it requires me to do it, really. No, I was yeah. about to say, sorry, let me tell you that you are a spectacular songwriter, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. No, honestly, I really mean it. Because, like, it's wow. Like, amazing. Amazing. Honestly, incredible. Thank you so much. That means I really a lot mean to it. Me. Honestly, I really yeah. mean it because I actually I have both songs on my on my my playlist, like the, the, the typical playlist that you always like to always create when you are a, you are a commuter and you always go to work in the morning. You know what I said? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That is that's where your songs are. You know, for me actually, yeah. You know? That's my favorite. <laughs> you know what? That's my favorite music is driving music because that's the only time you actually let your brain kind of let go and then you can really yeah. focus on. The sounds exactly you know? and you disconnect for a bit of any issues around right yeah 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 exactly exactly right Chelsea like thank you so much for for being on the show it's, it was an absolutely honor and a pleasure to talk to you honestly oh it's my privilege and my pleasure and you're you're just the sweetest Miguel thank you so <laughs> much for having me and I really hope we can Have another chit chat soon. We'd of course, that. of course. Like I just want to say that for now we're gonna obviously we're gonna keep in touch, and uh, for your any upcoming releases that you might have, uh, we will play for now. And obviously this is your platform for anything that you would like to obviously to say to come, and you know. Well, I can say a little message to the audience. This year and the past year and a half has been a total shit show, hey? <laughs> I hope you are all doing well. That you're all safe that your family is safe, that you're feeling loved, and that you're not alone. And if you are alone, hit me up, okay? Because I struggle with a lot of things 
and at least we could struggle together. And you can get in touch with me through any of my interfaces or social media interfaces, which is going to be at Chersey Music on Twitter, on Instagram, at TikTok and everything else. So if you need a friend and you need an ear, you can call me. Chersey from the heart. I really appreciate that word, honestly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Chersey. All the best. is a singer-songwriter that currently she is in Los Angeles as uh, she uh, wrote a lot of hits for other artists but now and she's coming to the V-Nation podcast to present her new single that is an incredible cover she, we, we already played here on the show The Marilyn and it's a pleasure to have you here on the show to Gigi Grombaca Gigi how are you? <laughs> Hi Miguel I'm doing great thank you so much for having me welcome to the V-Nation podcast it's an absolutely pleasure to have you here And for anyone out there that maybe like is starting to know about your music and about yourself, let me tell you that uh, you're a singer songwriter that now you live in Los Angeles and okay. you, your genre is like doing the indie pop. You uh, mm-hmm. also as well write music for other artists, for example, like that track for Ava Max, which is called yeah. So So Am I. And yeah. then also as well, you um, release like your debut single that is called The, the Marilyn, that is a mm-hmm. cinematic name. That obviously we can watch uh, through the video of Marilyn Monroe, the medicine. Like yeah. we see Marilyn in different roles and now the nurse, a mermaid. And you collaborated with likes of uh, John Bones, Manila Kila, and The Him. And this song, by the way, the Marilyn, is produced by The Priest, which is a multi-media award winner. Uh, winner. And also as well, you wrote the lyrics of the track. Uh, we're going to talk about your new song in a second. But okay. I want to ask you, first of all, Uh, what do you what do you decide to call this song the Marilyn and what's the story behind the, your first single so the song is about sort of being like the accidental other woman um, I found myself in a little bit of a sticky situation a little while back where I was with this this guy who I really liked and then I, I found out that he had been cheating on his girlfriend of seven years with me and I didn't know about it. Um, and so I called it the Marilyn, just, you know, playing on the JFK, Marilyn Monroe 
love triangle. So that's really like where the name came from. But yeah, it was just it was just this crazy <laughs> situation, and then like all the feelings that come along with that, like just the guilt, and it was also it was just really shocking because like I really did like him, and then you just kind of feel dumb because you're like, how did I trust? Like I was so quick to trust, and I kind of am just like that always in my life. Like I really give a lot right away to people, so it was kind of like. I gotta stop doing that. Can I can I ask what sign of zodiac are you? I'm a Libra. I mean, all right, I'm a Leo as well. So it's like, <laughs> so it's just like yeah. I just wanna know like you were, you know, like we have like a similar attitudes because like I feel like quite identify with what you say right now, you know. So yeah, I'm so. just always I'm always trying to like please people and like make everybody happy. And sometimes that will like come at the expense of myself, so that's like a very Libra thing of me. I don't know too much about the zodiacs, but I know that I'm very Libra. <laughs> right, that's, that's that's good. Let's talk about the music video of this track because it's very uh -huh. cinematic, and it reminds me a little bit of a horror movie that, that we watched on a festival that is uh, in Spain that is called the Horror and Fantasy Sieges. Like it's like um one of these like horror like uh, movies that they are like um. That they are available because of the, there are a lot of like gore scenes and the makeup and the outfit is very <laughs> important to tell us a story and the performance of the two guys that they perform on the video you know yeah so how many days did you guys took to the shooting out of the music video oh god it was just like a few hours honestly <laughs> it was just a, my so i did the video with um my two friends jenny and lucy andrews and they are twins and they do like a lot of my artistic direction they're amazing And Lucy had just bought this studio space like the night before. She stayed up all night trying to clean it from like the last tenant who was in it. And it was this like tiny little room and we just built everything into that. And it was definitely like one of the most crazy days of my life, like very stressful trying to get everything together. And, you know, we had another scene we had to cut where there was going to be another boy in it. And then like two boys didn't show up. So I had to call my neighbor and my neighbor's in the scene um, with the mermaid. He's the one who's like getting drowned. He just ran in last second. Um, and I was really grateful for that because we were just kind of winging it that day. And it, and it managed to end up to being on a, a fantastic music video that I honestly, <laughs> I encourage to everyone to, to watch it because it's available right now on YouTube uh, for the Marilyn that we're going to hear the track right now. Hi, I'm Gigi Grumbacher, and you're listening to my song, The Marilyn, on the B Nation podcast. Bet it hurt her twice as much. But she don't know a thing, miss your touch. Dirty secret, keep it hush. Just like a candidate, I'm sorry for the trouble, didn't mean to make it complicated. I got so caught up in all the love that we were making. I know it's crazy. All of my body got me feeling like a secretary I should probably stop and walk away from all this, baby I know it's crazy Oh, wish I could take you home Stop loving on the low We never make it, no I'm better off alone Don't wanna let you go But it's out of my control You're better off alone She's better off I know it's not fair, but this kiss is like hair But when I did it Kisses like heroin, I didn't mean to be the Marilyn, the Marilyn My 
lipstick Like a tattoo on your neck Keeps you up like ketamine She's in bed With an unusual suspect I bet you're feeling guilty So that was the Marilyn with Gigi Grombacher that she is uh, with us today on the Be Nation podcast. I hope that I pronounced the surname very well, by the way. <laughs> Gigi Grumbacher, you got it. Yes. Gigi Grumbacher, you know, as Lady Gaga say, as Lady Gaga said once, I, I don't speak German, but I can if you like. There we go. <laughs> I love it. You know, you know that song, right? Oh my God, of course. I love Lady Gaga. I love her, love her, love her. She can do no wrong. <laughs> right. So uh, we're going to like talk about your new single that is called uh, You Are Know, that, that is that a beautiful album uh, of that classic. I would say, yeah. you know, Alanis Morissette, like, I mean, who didn't hear the album? I think like, <laughs> I think like, let me, that like, I remember, like, I also remember yesterday that that is an iconic album. Oh, What it's the best. It's, it, she is just, I think like one of the most incredible songwriters and artists and just people. She's just everything to me and her realness and rawness that she can capture in a song is like what I strive for. I'm like super, super inspired by Alanis. She's just really ballsy and her fearlessness is is something that I would like love to have and something that I I really admire. Yeah. So I just had to cover it because that song did so much for me as a yeah. songwriter. Exactly, and my question is like, why? Why now like I cover like of a song like that of, uh, of Alanis Morissette? you why is like what's the moment that you feel like you should release this this cover i mean just for my own growth i think that that song has played such a big part in it just with what i was saying before like just how fearless she is you have to be fearless you know when you're trying to make it at all in in this industry it's really hard um and she does it in such an honest way and her just the lyrics telling her storytelling is incredible and that's really really influenced me and i think we're also in a time where it's really important for women to speak up and you know have the stage and be able to express themselves and, and say what's really going on and so i think i uh, in doing this it's me kind of allowing myself to take on some of her her fearlessness and some of her like raw power uh, definitely and we're gonna hear uh you are enough in a second which is the new single so right Gigi, <laughs> yeah. uh, let me ask you one another different question because here mm -hmm. on the nation podcast uh we ask to a lot of artists and songwriters um, about how difficult it was how challenging it was 2020 for the for this tough music industry How was 2020 music-wise? Um, uh, what was the, the significant challenges as an artist that you managed to experience? And what mm -hmm. did you learn from the whole thing? So I think, yes, I agree that it's over Zoom, the sessions, they just, they lack this like special spark that you have when you're in a room with people. Um, I know a few writers who actually like it better because it was really quick. Like you could get things done in like three hours and have the rest of your day to yourself which we're not used to but for me I thought it was very challenging and I tended to kind of stick with 
writers that I had already worked with a lot because I knew that we could get a better quality thing since we already have the connection. Um, it was already built outside, you know, of the Zoom. And that, so that was a little bit easier. I didn't love it. Um, and then just like, I had to get another job and stuff. So, because like, I, and I'd just been traveling a bunch before uh, the pandemic hit. I was just coming back from Sweden and Norway, like right when we shut down. So I was like really in a great place. And then to kind of have that all stop was hard for me. It was really hard to like find inspiration. You know, you run out of things to talk about about yourself when you're just sitting at home. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want to write just like another quarantine, like stuck at home song. Cause I felt like we had enough of those. So it was just like really trying to draw on, on emotions and feelings I hadn't felt in a while. And then just like adding the actual job that I had to get on top of that was hard. I work at a vet. I mean, I like my job. I work at a, a veterinary clinic. So I'm a veterinary technician, which is a job I never thought that I would have in my life. Um, but it's fun because I, I only work there one day a week now, but it was cool to start to use like a different part of my brain. Um, and I love animals. So I liked being able to help. Um, but it was still like getting up. Now I'm getting up at like 6.30 in the morning to drive to my job. And uh -huh. I, it was 11 hour shift. Like I'm not used to that. I give people so much credit for being okay. able to, you know, have the stamina to do it every day. Uh-huh. Well, that's not really nice of you that you that you want to like help. You know what I mean? That's like that's very great. Well, yeah. Nice for you. But by the way, what um, can we expect from you music-wise in uh, for the rest of 2020? Is there any artist in particular that you would like to collaborate in the future, for example? I love Charlie XCX. I've loved oh, her she's awesome. forever. <laughs> she's like my one of my number ones. Um, I like found her at a time where. I was in music school and people were very judgy about pop music. Yeah. And so I, I started to think like, oh, pop music isn't cool. And then I found Charlie and I was like, <clears throat> she made me think that pop music was really, really cool. So I like love her for that because I, I love pop music. Like I just really do love it. You know, like NSYNC, Britney, Katy Perry. Like, I love that shit. So... I was like, why am I trying to act all cool <laughs> and like listen, you know, to stuff that I, I didn't really like just to like be cool. And I was like, pop music is cool. Let me ask you one, just one question. Do you feel like yeah. artists yeah. feel a lot of pressure or the songwriters feel a lot of pressure from major labels? I'm, I think that they probably do. I don't know because I don't have that. Um, yeah. I feel blessed to be in the situation I am right now because I have like full artistic control over things and I can try things out and like really find who I am as an artist instead of somebody telling me who I am. Uh -huh. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I think that probably when you're to that caliber of a star, there probably is a lot of pressure. Um, and there's a lot of people that have opinions. Anytime that somebody won't let you release something, Like, I, I, I just don't really get that. Like, that to me is kind of crazy. Uh, Gigi, like, I want to ask you, what is your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do on, on a, your day off? My day off? <laughs> like, what are my hobbies? When is the day off? I, I really like my friends. So it's really important for me to spend time with them. 
I was a dancer growing up. Um, I haven't done that in a while, but I really want to get back into doing that um, because it was such a huge, huge part of every single day for me. Um, that's was one of my hobbies that I really loved and that like raised me. And it's something that I haven't been able to do in a really long time. And I think now that like classes are opening up and stuff like that again, that's definitely something that I want to do. I also, I, I love television. Like uh -huh. I really do. Yeah. So every night I fall asleep watching TV and that's one of the parts of my day that I look forward to the most. <laughs> you, do you like to play any sports? No way. I am not sporty like at, at all. <laughs> that's okay. But that's here, it, I'm in, I've been telling you I'm, I'm on vacation right now and my boyfriend's pretty sporty so he's been trying to get me to like toss around like play catch with like a baseball and I had, It's actually going way better than I thought because I did not think I had an athletic bone in my body and we might be finding something uh, special here. <laughs> that, is, that is great. That is fantastic. Right, Gigi? Yeah. Um, uh, thank you so much for, for coming to the B-Nation podcast. It has gosh, been an absolute so pleasure uh, to be with you on the show. And uh, now we're going to hear your out and out. Uh, that is the fantastic cover that you did for the song for yeah. Also, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much because this is my first podcast ever. My first like interview ever. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. So I am so glad to hear that, to be honest. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah, we are so uh, glad to hear Yeah, I hope that you enjoy, honestly. Hi, I'm Gigi Grumbacher, and you're listening to my latest single, You Ought to Know, on the B Nation podcast. singer-songwriter that she is right now from Canada and she started her music career when she was really young and she is coming to the B Nation podcast to present her latest single that is called X. Please welcome Olivia Penalva. Olivia, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for coming to the B Nation podcast. We started to play on the show X, which is your latest single. And also as well, like we are gonna like talk about uh, another song that uh, we wanted to introduce you to the audience as well later on, which is Love Me. But let me talk a little bit more about first about you a few facts. Um, you started your musical career when you were 11, and in 2013 you were named 
Starlight Music Chronicles Teen Artist of the Year. Is that correct? Yeah, that's all correct. Awesome. So, and also as well, you released a song for Christmas mm -hmm. that, uh, that it was very successful, that it was Christmas for two. Yes. And that was a long time ago, isn't it? It was a really long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my first question will be, what did this you from uh, that era, from obviously from Christmas for two until now that, for example, that you are releasing text? So it's like, if you have to uh, define your evolution as, a, as an artist, how it will be? Oh man, that's a hard question because I feel like I started so young um, and so much has happened from, you know, then till now. But I think the biggest thing is just as a writer and as an artist really finding myself and what I wanted, you know, to say within my music. And, you know, back when I did Christmas for Two, I was such a baby and that was so much fun to do. And just even seeing the evolution as I've become an adult into, you know, the content of, of my music and all of that kind of stuff, I think has been one of the most exciting things for me personally to watch um, within my own growth. So I think that's really cool. Definitely. And let's talk about X, which is your latest single that talks about an ex-boyfriend. And you wrote the song, and it was produced by Tavish Growth, and, and as well uh, for the songwriter producer, like, which is Ryan Stewart. And, and it talks about how you want to empower people, let's say like that, to not have any problems to talk about feelings that include sometimes, you know, uh, vulnerabilities, insecurity, And you know, you have to take life always with humor and it's a very positive attitude that says a lot of positive things about you as well and as a person. And I guess it helps a lot, a lot. I guess it helps a lot as an artist, right? So how do you work together with Ryan? And how do you work together with Tabish? And what is exactly the story about the song? Am I right with um, my concept or like, what do you think? Oh man, writing with those two guys is like the best time. They're so much fun. Um, I feel like we've become such good friends over the past year writing so much together. And X's was definitely a project that we all, I think, had the best time doing. As soon as the song was done, I feel like we knew there was something special there with the song. Um, and it's it's such a fun, different song for me because I always have to preface, I've never stolen anyone's boyfriend, but I think the song is you know meant to show that you know in life we make a lot of mistakes and, and we're imperfect people and um sometimes our judgment isn't always there but that's that's a part of life and i know a lot of people who have gone through that and you know writing that song i think lyrically was just so much fun yeah and i, and I, and I can see that it was so much fun let's hear x right now hi i'm olivia canalva and you're listening to my latest single x's on the b nation podcast Tonight I'm kissing my ass 
sheer excess uh, for uh, Olivia Penalva that she is uh, our guest today on the B Nation podcast. And she is basically with us on the show. And we are going to like uh, continue talking right now, uh, Olivia, because we're going to hear in a second uh, Love Me, which mm -hmm. is another track that uh, that you released recently on the B Nation podcast. Uh, recently, and we play as well on the B Nation podcast. Love Me, by the way, was a radio hit and rich, and it was released, I believe, in October last year. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So it's like she, you already have like a lot of like uh, viewers that you what, watch the music video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And basically, Love Me was written and as well by the producer Emery Taylor. Yes. And your words is the song is an uptempo and an anthemic that tells the story um, of an ex-lover meeting someone new, right? What is the story behind Love Me? And what do you think like it's a song that it makes the uh, to the audience to fall in love so much? First of all, I love uh, Love Me. I think it was kind of the perfect song to, to release during 2020. It was a weird year for everybody. And I wrote that song with uh, Emery Taylor and Brian House. And um, the whole concept of the song is just, you know, while you're young, and I mean, young or not, in life, just if you're with someone that you love and they love you just the way you are, you know, just live your life, do your thing, and, and just have fun. And it was so exciting to see the support of Canada, you know, have my back throughout that and just everybody who fell in love with it. It was amazing and it was more than I could have ever asked for. So I was really happy with how it turned out. Great. Um, and yeah, like, it was really successful. Actually, I believe that like the video was watched by 7 million views, it could be. That's a, big, <laughs> that's a big question. The TikTok, for example, it was on a few uh, different formats. Um, on TikTok, it did extremely well um, and it had quite a few million streams and on YouTube um, yeah it was amazing and people were dancing to it and on YouTube we released the lyric video there and uh, that had just you know um, amazing recognition and overall just the song itself streaming it's, it's about to hit 1 million streams which is honestly so exciting and so amazing but just you know overall with all the love everywhere and uh, because of that I believe you know my YouTube page did just hit over seven million views total which was so exciting you know for all the work that's put it been put in over the years and, and having love me just be loved just as much is very exciting definitely and we're gonna hear uh love me in a second but i want to ask you about the covers that you just uh recently uh, uploaded for example like one of them it was pictures by justin bieber yeah. and the other one it was an acoustic cover by ed sheeran which they are if you think about it it could be they could have like different styles Uh, like they could be similar at the same point you know yeah so. first of all Ed Sheeran is like my all time I, I've always loved him if you ask anybody I guess when I'm when I'm writing with them I'm always referencing Ed Sheeran as far as being female Ed Sheeran I think that he's so amazing and everything he does is just incredible and Justin Bieber as well uh, that's you know he's he's super super talented and actually recently with X's um, the person who mixed the song was Josh Goodwin who worked on Justin Bieber's record so you know even that just having that it was so incredible and so you know I didn't necessarily pick those two artists for specific reasons other than they're amazing and I love them Yeah, and I believe that you have a, a beautiful dog that is called George. And, uh, yeah, right. Do you have a, um, time to to walk him to walk George, like uh, in your in your spare time? Yeah, my dog. Hey, yeah, his name is Bruce. Um, uh -huh. 
Yeah, he, uh, I, I have time to rock him, which is good. Right now, it's honestly way too hot outside. I've been taking him on shorter ones, but he's been a nice companion during uh, during COVID because, you know, I work from home, so having a little friend here has been nice. My apologies. Like, I didn't want to call anyone, though. <laughs> that's okay, don't worry about it. I didn't want to call anyone, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's so funny. My yeah, apologies. <laughs> It's all right. Okay, that, that's that's great. That's great to know. Um, Olivia, I want to ask you about uh, this crazy year that you were I mentioned before, which is what 2020. Because here on the B Nation podcast, we are asking to a lot of artists and songwriters how difficult it was for so many people. You know, 2020, especially in this tough music industry. You know, especially for example, we have here on the show like a lot of songwriters that they were explaining to me how awkward you know they, it was to to be on a Zoom session with another like songwriter, you know? And then uh, they were explaining to me that uh, how the vibe, it could be completely different than when, for example, you are in a, in a on the room with, not with, that, with that person, you know? Mm-hmm. So my question is, for you, how was 2020 music-wise? Uh, what was the significant challenges as an artist that you have to like experiment? And what did you learn from the whole experience? For sure, 2020 was quite the interesting year. I mean, the one I think thing that stands out is that live performing changed a lot because we couldn't go out and and actually perform for people. So I think that was probably hard on on quite a few musicians who who make a living off of that. And for me, um, I spent most of 2020 inside my apartment writing songs over Zoom, which at first I didn't mind. I loved it. It was definitely, and I can agree with those other artists, it's definitely... um, a change in dynamic to be in person and then to do everything over Zoom and try to feel the music and get the vibe. But um, you get used to it after a while. I think it's it's now almost hard to go back to the way it was because of how things were for so long. But um, I would say it's definitely hard on, on someone's mental health too to have to be stuck inside for so long and also to be creative and, and you know think of different things to write about when you're not out there in the world getting that inspiration. So, I mean, I didn't mind um, having to switch things up because, we ha- you know, people have to work. But I, I will agree that it's definitely different. And I'm, I'm excited for things to hopefully start going back to a normal pace of life. Yeah. And did you learn from, from the whole situation something that you, did, you didn't know that you, you would be able to do? I mean, for sure. I guess that's the biggest thing is I, um, I mean, the biggest thing for me is I, ha- I was recording and writing everything from home. So, you know, you'd write a song and then you'd go into your little studio and record it. And I was doing that about five times a week to finish an album and ended up writing over, you know, 82 songs, which is quite a lot of music. So I think for me, it was, I mean, it was definitely a year of growth as far as having to kind of step up and do some things that I probably wasn't doing in the past when, you know, you're in the studio and someone else is recording you. I was doing a lot of that myself. Um, so I think it was definitely a huge learning experience in, in that part. And uh, honestly, a good time to, to, to learn a lot of stuff when you don't have a lot of time, you know, you can't leave the house. Yeah. yeah. By the way, let me let me tell you, Tyler Show uh, that mentioned recently that he is gonna work in, in Christmas music, Christmas yeah. songs. Is it something that like, you uh, could have also as well in, in mind that to obviously to release another Christmas song? Uh, I, well, that's a very good question. Right now, I have two Christmas songs out. I have a Christmas song called Christmas for Two, and I have a Christmas song called Dream You Home. Um, and I love the holidays. I think it's so much fun. But I honestly think my next goal would be to do a little cover album of Christmas music, but that would probably be 
done in the future just because I have so much on the go right now. But I, I do love the holidays. I think there's something really special about writing, you know, Christmas music and, and releasing it. And uh, it's it's well loved around the world. So I'm, never, I'm not saying no. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I, there's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And what is next for you after this release from X? Any common singles like in the future? For sure. Um, yeah, so I just finished my album back in, I'd say, March or April. And that was amazing. And so, um, yeah, we just released X's and we'll have a few more follow-up singles after that. And then um, later down the road, we'll be releasing my album, which I'm very, very excited about. There was so much love put into that. I worked with such amazing co-writers and producers and I'm just so excited for the world to hear it. Yeah, any any hint, any idea or any estimation of when it's going to come out? Very good question. Um, I was hoping this year, but I just, uh, it could be next year. Right now, it's just a matter of, right now we're still, you know, riding the excess train and, and we'll see what comes after that. But I'm going to, I'm going to assume it's coming out 2022. Oh, that is, that is really good. That we cannot wait to obviously to, hear more music from, from you, from Olivia. Olivia I want to ask you just one last question. Yeah. Um, what would you like to do? I know that the life from an artist is very easy, but when you don't have like something to do, let's say like that, and your day off, what would you like to do? Uh, honestly, nothing. I, I love to just be at home. And it's kind of funny, I'm such a homebody in this career, so go, go, go. And normally, if it wasn't COVID, I would be traveling and doing a ton of stuff right now. And so in my free time that I've had, it's just spending my time with my family when I can see them and just kind of hanging out and relaxing because I think it's so important to take that time for yourself and, and to make sure you get rest between all the busyness. So that's probably, probably nothing is the main thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. I just want to say something. Like, look, I'm Spanish, and uh, I'm, your surname is very popular in Spain. Just yeah. because, like, there is a lot of like people that they are like uh, called Penalba. And yeah. Do you have any Spanish roots? Um, yeah, actually. So my my dad is from France, and so are his parents. But the name um, on my my grandpa's side in France it comes from they have Spanish relatives. I think I don't know how far back down the line, but. Uh, Definitely, that's where that comes from. So it's just funny because my siblings, if you look at them, they have like all the French and the Spanish. They look, they look way more French and Spanish. And I, uh, I got all the German on my mom's side, so I'm very pale. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of funny, but yeah, there's definitely Spanish in there. Did you manage to learn some Spanish? I actually took Spanish in school. I'm not very good at it. Um, I'm, I'm way better at French than Spanish. <laughs> but uh, I remember a few random things. <laughs> All right, that, that's, that's good. That's good to know. That's really good to know. Mm -hmm. Muchas gracias. <laughs> sí, I know that. Sí, nada. Sí. <laughs> Olivia, you're so lovely. Thank Thanks. you so much for being on the V Nation podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, to have you on the show. And by the way, step by step, you know, like I'm pretty sure that you can you can recover your Spanish anytime, you know? There you go, yeah. There's always Duolingo. Thank you so much for being on the show and I'll speak to you soon. Hi, I'm Olivia Panagua, and you're listening to my song, Love Me, on the B Nation podcast. Top down, cruising, bumping biggie by the ocean. Got me catching feelings right now. Take me downtown, baby, we can ride it while we're rolling. Light it up and burn one down. Now I'm sky high, feeling summer love drunk, dreaming. Got my heartbeat beating to the south. Right now, baby, we can get a little closer. Every night is like my birthday You made me want you in the worst way 
to receive to our next guest which is a multi-platinum selling artist he was a Juno Award nominee and also as well he's coming to the B Nation podcast to present a brand new single that is called Sex on the Beach it's a pleasure to receive to Tyler's show Tyler, how are you? Good, how are you? Welcome to, to the B Nation podcast. It's an absolutely honor to have you here on the show. I, I want to ask you, first of all, what will be the advice that you will uh, basically will give to uh, anyone who wants to start a career right now on this like tough music industry? What would be the main thing that you think that it could help to, to new people out there? Totally. I think I think there's a, there's a few things that I'd, I'd like to say. Um, first and foremost, like be sure you're practicing your craft every single day if you can. Um, whether that's five minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, or even an hour a day. Practice writing it if you're a writer. If you're not, practice it because um, you're only going to get better. Um, two, I think nowadays the, the platforms we have on social media are so incredibly amazing that you can reach out and reach people globally by just posting one single video on on instagram or, or uh, tiktok or twitter or like facebook anywhere you're able to reach this global audience so use those platforms to your advantage and just start dropping out songs dropping out those 30 second teasers and just release the music that you're proud of i think those are the two top things that you can uh, kind of get jump started into the into Uh, starting music as a career. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, everyone who's listening right now the show like a really well done advice. Thank you so much, Tyler. Be Like You, which is uh, your previous single. We're going to talk about uh, Sex on the Beach in a second. It's a song that like we play a lot of here on the B Nation podcast and we managed to uh, receive a lot of like great feedback from here from the UK. It's a song that it, it tells the story of an, an ex-lover that uh, she moves on or, or uh, that person moves on and meets someone new. The track, like obviously it's a track that... Um, Equal. There is a lot of people that could feel like relate to because I'm pretty sure that like I mean there is a lot of people that they struggle to to get over a past relationship with uh, with the other person that it has already mm -hmm. moved on. My question is, when did you like record it? And also as well, like message that you wanted to more like spread with the song. Um, I wrote this song. When did I write this song? Last year, um, over Zoom. It was actually written with a buddy of mine who lives in the UK. Um, so every time I go visit the UK, we, we end up writing together because we just have this synergy that's really incredible. Um, and we were we started with the chords of Be Like You. And I, I like to, when I'm writing music, I like to have the chords of the music that we're jamming to kind of inspire what the song says. Um, in this case, it was uh, it was Sam, Sam Merrifield, um, who was like talking about a, a past relationship that he had. And... Um, I was relating to that because I've been in the situation before where you're trying to get over someone when they have already moved on, uh, you know, way faster than you have. So it was a very good kind of relatable story for the two of us to kind of go back and forth on. Um, 
And so we wrote it. We wrote Be Like You uh, about that specific scenario, which was a lot of fun. Um, I think, you know, the, the message that we were trying to get across with the song is basically like, you're not alone in going through this. I think it's a relatable story. And when you listen to this song, um, you know, it just, just kind of makes sure that the listener is not alone in whatever they're going through at the time. Uh, hey, everyone, this is Tyler Shaw, and you're listening to my song, Be Like You, on the Be Nation podcast. I know I should have asked you to stay. Should have fought a little harder when you said you need space. I know I maybe held you too close. And when we started to fade out, I fell in love with your ghost, yeah. Take some time, but I'm finally feeling alright Till somebody said your name And when you walked in the room, had it in his head Only took a minute to bring it all back I wish I could be like you Falling for somebody new So this is a Be Like You uh, with Tyler Show that he is with us on, on the Be Nation podcast. And we're going to talk about the brand new single that is called Sex on the Beach, which is like a very interesting title, let me tell you. And uh, it's something that I just want to like explain you in and ask you in a second. But before that, um, I want to ask you something that we are asking here to everyone on the on the Be Nation podcast about uh, a significant significant challenges that you as, a, as an artist as a producer you just have to experiment uh, last year uh, during the pandemic because for mm -hmm. example we managed to have here on the show a lot of songwriters that they were like explaining me that how awkward it was actually to do uh, a songwriting session over over zoom uh, because uh, the, the, the chemistry you know it's not the same when you have that person in the room for example you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, for you what was the main challenge that you have to feel uh, as an artist, as a producer uh, during the last year until now, obviously, what was your outcome of the, of the whole thing? Mm -hmm. um, so I guess the challenge is just like any other artist and any uh, recording artist is having to pivot uh, creatively when you're trying to write and record music. Luckily, I have taught myself how to produce, how to record myself, Uh, pay attention to a lot of intricate parts for vocal production and production in general. Um, so I have a setup at home. So it was, it was still an emotionally challenging, uh, creatively challenging time to just be like, oh, you're not going to be going from uh, place to place writing your album. You're going to be at home um, writing your entire album over Zoom. That reality was a was a difficult switch, but you know. It, you have to be able to, to learn and adapt and pivot as a human being. You have to be able to adjust to changing currents. So that being said, uh, I fell right into it. Um, I set up, you know, some of my equipment and, and I got right to it. And we, I think my entire album, uh, or not entire, I'll probably say like 85 to 90% of it, uh, with my album coming out later this year is, written over zoom which is wild to say but even be like you for example was written over you uh written over zoom sex on the beach was written over zoom so a lot of these songs that you're going to be hearing um are were written over over zoom over the internet which is so wild so um i understand what people are saying though about the the 
creative energy you get in a room. There's nothing like it. Hands down, there's nothing like that. But as I said before, you got to be able to just like go with the flow of certain things. And uh, given the uh, pandemic, obviously we had to make something happen. And that's what we did. You just have to channel that energy through <laughs> through uh, a webcam. Yeah. I guess. No, of course. Of course. And then yeah. did you learn something from uh, this era, let's say like that, that you didn't um, know that you could like do it before? I say like that. I mean, I was. I think it was more of a confirmation. Like I always knew I could produce my music. I've always known that I could vocal produce myself. But it wasn't until like this uh, whole past year that it was like I I actually did it. Like confidently being like, no, well, there's no other option. So I'm I'm gonna have to do it. So I I did do that. So it was just more of a confirmation, being like, you are capable, and you can do this. So I did it. You have you been really uh, releasing singles like? Um over the last couple of years. I just want to ask you, is there any plans in the work for any battle work, any project, like for an EP or an album in the future? Yeah, so I'm actually going to be releasing an album later this, uh, probably late summer. Um, and all the singles that I've been releasing since last uh, last fall are going to be on there. Tyler, I just want to ask you about basically what is the album or the song that inspires you as an artist to, to, to do songwriting? Like what is the song that you can feel like, oh, this is one of my favorite records so far? What was that? I think actually there's a Michael Bublé. I remember having his record early on, and but the song I always go back to when when I need a little pick me up, a little inspiration is "60" by Coldplay. Oh, that's, I think that, uh, yeah. I mean that's just a classic, right? Exactly. That is a total, 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 totally classic tour, like shows, because I think mm -hmm. that is something that like everyone is uh, looking forward, and everyone wants like obviously like live music like back. Have you thought about, um, obviously, um, any plans in maybe later 2021, 2022 on, on doing shows uh, around Canada or maybe like doing a visit internationally? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I think once everything is uh, opened up for good, then I'll be starting to, uh, you know, come over to the UK or um, go down to Australia and, and do, that, do, do that kind of stuff. But also... Canada, obviously, because I'm from here, I'll be going across Canada to do um, live shows again. Because it's been it's been almost two years since uh, since I've been out, uh, and for everyone else to see a live show, it's been about two years. So it's uh, it's been a long time coming, but I'm I'm pumped to get back out on the road. Yeah, and obviously, like we cannot wait to to see you like uh, performing like a live um, on on tour. Uh, so Sex on the Beach, which is the brand new single yeah. that is already uh, out and I just want to ask you first of all how you come out with a title like that like a title like that what, what was like, the, the initial idea of the song because it's a really great song by the way it's a summer song summer is, Thank it's, you. it's a very summer song it's a very bouncy track I really love it and I just mm -hmm. want to ask you like first of all how everything started with the, with this song uh, I'm gonna be completely honest this song was uh, it started as As kind of like a funny joke, we were just vibing on the instruments first and on the beach and everything. It was just like a good time. Like we, we were laughing while while making this song. You know, um, I remember the beginning of the song. Like I just it, it just came out of my mouth. It's not even noon and we're sipping on tequila. Like that part right there was just like okay, we're gonna set the tone right away for it. Um, and the original original track, the chorus was actually nights on the beach, but. We decided just why not? Why are we, sh you know, shying away from it? Why are we beating around the bush? Like, 
let's just go for it all in, well, all out. Let's just do the fantasy, you know, sex yeah. on the beach title um, and do it that way. And it, and it turned out so, so much fun. And, and we had such a fun time writing it. So, yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that people like they, they love it already. It's a sexy track, by the way, as well. So maybe that was why like a little bit like the sex on the beach, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what is next for you, Tyler? Because uh, we uh, discussed already about that there is an album coming out late summer. Obviously, this single, um, it just came out, um, that is called Sex on the Beach. But what can we expect more from you during the rest of 2021? Um, so yeah, like like we mentioned, the, the album's coming out later this summer. And uh, I'm actually going to start working on a Christmas album uh, for later this year as well. You know, I, I really love the holidays and I love uh, the music that goes with it. So I thought um, I thought this year would be a great year to, to start my own little project for, for Christmas music. So. That's also coming out this year, and um, yeah, so lots of lots of new projects, lots of new music from me coming up this year. Amazing, because like last year you released, by the way, maybe this Christmas, which is a single that um, it was uh, for the holidays. So did you manage to um, to to obviously to say that I want more that I I wanted to make a, a Christmas out, right? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for for being on the B Nation podcast. It's an absolutely pleasure and an honor to have you here on the show. Hey everyone, this is Tyler Shaw, and you are listening to my brand new single, Sex on the Beach, on the Bee Nation podcast. It's not even noon, and we're sipping on tequila, summer nights feel like Malibu, ooh baby, I swear, mm, you make the ocean sweeter, you know if I'm dreaming, you're there, You lay down in my arms We will watch the sun turn into stars And we lost track of time Darling, I just can't forget that night hey. And I don't met somebody The kind you don't let go What an incredible artist is Tyler Shaw, and it was a pleasure to receive him on the B Nation podcast as a special guest to close this fantastic episode called In the Middle, as we are already in the middle of the season. Remember that Sex on the Beach is our song of the week, and it's the brand new single from Tyler Shaw. That's it. That's everything from me. I just want to say thank you so much, Chelsea, Gigi Gorombacher, Olivia Penalva, and Tyler Shaw for such an incredible episode. Join us on July 23rd with a brand new episode of the B Nation podcast where Ina Ivy and Sarah Diamond are our guests, but we have so much more to reveal. Yes, you hear it right. Marichelle was in the production of the show. Laura brought to you the summary, and my name is Miguel. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Now you can listen to a brand new episode of the B Nation podcast with exciting new content as our brand new segment, Hot Radar with Tahira and Kay Nampel as a special guest. Right now, it's time for our holidays. We're going to have a little break, but we are not going anywhere. Join us on July 23rd with a brand new podcast and podcast on the bnation.com. Stay safe. All the best. Ciao, ciao.